0: Welcome to the Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford. Your weekend wake-up tradition. It's Rosie on the House.
1: Yes, it is. Good morning, everybody. On an Arizona Saturday morning, we are your weekend wake-up call. Get you fired up and going. For the whole weekend, this is the way Arizona's been starting its weekend for 30 years, and we appreciate that. We appreciate the privilege of being able to bring it to you every Saturday morning. Another, I I, I had the opportunity to do a little hiking yesterday out in Tonto Basin, and uh, all I could think about during the whole day is this is why we're going to have 7 million people in arizona very soon (laughs) i mean it was gorgeous it was perfect hiking weather in the mid-60s uh the light every every desert dry creek every rivulet had water running in it there was a carpet of green grass everywhere absolutely gorgeous and then we've got this time of year like there's events going on everywhere, from Nogales to Page, from Alpine to Ehrenberg. Festivals, festivals, festivals.
2: Why not? It's so gorgeous to be outside.
3: Why not? Why not, but also why in some of these?
2: Okay, like what? Mm.
3: Like running from Usury Pass to Bass Pro Shop.
0: <laughs> I mean... Okay, well, as a former marathoner, come on. <laughs> I that I I just don't get it.
3: <laughs> of all things, it's such a beautiful day. I'm going to go run 26 miles, and then what?
0: You go home and I go recover home. and have okay. a beer. Okay, all right,
3: have fun. <laughs> but it's already started out in Mesa. If you're in the that part of the air, uh, the valley. Maricopa County, it's, like I said, usury pass to Bass Pro Shop. There's all kinds of closures and shutdowns and traffic reroutes. So just uh, plan accordingly if you're traveling in that area. (laughs) Now, the Pony Express, that one I could get a little bit more on board for. And that's 200 miles.
2: And that's on the back of the horse.
3: Holbrook down to Scottsdale. And, you know, I I always love the (laughs) Pony Express recruitment poster. Young, skinny, wiry fellows, not over 18. Must be expert riders, willing to risk death daily. Orphans preferred. $25 a week. Apply the Pony Express Stables, St. Joseph, Missouri. St. Joseph to California, 10 days or less. The Pony Express. So
2: you would never get away with an ad like that in these days. <laughs> Young. What was the other word? Wiley?
3: Wiry. Wiry. Skinny. Skinny. Not over 18. Young. Orphan oh. preferred. Oh, my
2: goodness. So it was a dangerous job back then, I guess.
3: And you know what's interesting, the Pony Express was only in operation 18 months, yet we just had the 62nd Pony Express ride from Holbrook to Scottsdale completed today, and it'll start the Prada del Sol parade at the Museum of the West in Scottsdale about 10 o'clock.
2: Do you remember going down there as a little boy? I used to take all you guys in my little red wagon, and we'd go get there early, get up on the curb and watch all the horses go by. It used to be the largest horse uh, event parade in the country. I don't think that's true anymore. And I guess there's kind of a squabble on who now owns the (laughs) most western town. but. I have to say, I don't think it's Scottsdale.
3: <laughs> it uh, hasn't been in my uh, lifetime.
2: Well, uh, Bob Bose Bell of True West says it's now Cave Creek. I, I could do that, yeah. Uh,
3: I, I wouldn't give it to either one of
2: those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whitman? <laughs>
1: I can remember watching the Parada del Sol Parade from the roof of some of the buildings right along Scottsdale. They used to let us climb up and watch it from the roofs, like on top of Lulu Bells and— uh, uh, what it's not? Uh, what's the ice cream shop? Sugar
2: Bowl. The Sugar Bowl, Sugar Bowl. the roof
1: of the Sugar Bowl. Uh,
2: Still there, by the way. If you're going down for the parade, you have to stop at the Sugar Bowl.
1: Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, one of my earliest lessons in leadership came from attending the Parada del Sol.
2: How, how's that?
1: Well, I was president of the Key Club at Chaparral High School. And we were asked to be Pooper scoopers in the parade. so when you learn how to delegate. <laughs> so, as president of the Key Club, I said, "You, you, you, and you will report to the start of the parade at six a.m. And it's easy. All you have to do is follow the pooping horses."
2: Well, speaking of scooping poop, but the go ahead,
1: faculty director for. Key Club said, well, Mr. Romero, a leader can never ask anybody to do anything they're not willing to do themselves.
2: So did you scoop poop?
1: I sold. I That was a very early lesson in leadership. If you're going to be a leader, you're going to be scooping poop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of scooping poop, do you know what the rule is in the parade this year? Leave your political agendas at home. Thank I love that. That I love that, that the We're, organizers of the parade say you go, that. Oh, you go to the parade page, and right there in big green uh, heading, it says no political agendas. Just like our show, right? It's kind of a safe place. You can go out there and enjoy it without worrying about somebody trying to convince you what they. Think well, is. well,
1: I venture out on the thin ice every once in a while.
2: Well, I think they you, don't even you, have thin ice. You there. keep
1: bringing me. I mean, I go out on that dangerous ledge every once in a while, but you keep bringing me back.
3: Well, if you have a sweet tooth, the Chocolate Experience is happening today in Glendale. The Glendale Chocolate Experience at the Civic Center from 10 to 5. Also in Glendale, the Winter Antique Tractor and Engine Show. That sounds fun. uh, Nine to four. A couple events going on in Glendale. You want to get farther west and a little south. Buckeye has an air show going on tomorrow. Uh, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's free. Most of it's free. There is some paid part of it later in the evening, I understand.
2: Now I see today and tomorrow. And um, there's actually air shows at 2. We're talking about the one in Buckeye? Mm-hmm. Um, your sister Katie's taking the girls out there. She's a flying fanatic. Um, and it's And it's free unless you want some special passes. So that's really cool. And if you want to attend the Major's Blue Jean Ball in the evening, it's 20 bucks. <laughs> it's a good day's entertainment for not much money.
3: No, not at all. And yes, you're right. Today and tomorrow, you want to get a little farther south. Tucson has uh, the first ever. This one sounds pretty interesting. And it intrigues me because I always wanted to uh, learn more metalworking, you know, welding, soldering. uh, And you can go try your hand at being a blacksmith. It's the Carnival of Fire in Tucson this weekend. There's also axe throwing. Charcoal face painting for the kids. Charcoal. How about that
2: <laughs> sounds messy. <laughs> a lot of
3: food trucks and uh, live music as well.
2: Where do they hold that? Can you
3: this see? one is at uh, Desert Metal Craft hmm. on Twenty Fourth Street in Tucson, and that's uh, today 10, 10 a.m. to ten p.m. Fierce, flaming, and free festival
0: of frugal. <laughs> In Fuego or
3: fugo? Fuego? Fuego. You, I, <laughs> you yeah. would think with a name like Romero, I could pronounce Spanish words better, but I can't.
0: No, well, it's, it's the Cajun uh, Romero. That's why. The
2: hard That's thing, why. <laughs> The hard thing about this, reading about all these festivals, is that we're here and they're all out there. But tonight, Rosie and I are going to have fun at the, um, part of the Prada del Sol Days is Western Week. And so they have a free event at the Scottsdale West Museum. Museum of the West.
1: I think Scottsdale's Museum of the West is open for free all day today. All
2: day. And then we have an event. Hey, that's tonight.
1: worth that's worth the trip to, to downtown Scottsdale, just to get in and see the museum.
2: So well done. We've been down there a couple of times for some of the displays, but tonight we're actually going for a culinary fest. There's some Native American um, contemporary chefs cooking, kind of adapt, adaptations, I think, of their... Um, and it's
1: my understanding they're cooking indigenous foods, yes right mm-hmm. so i mean we we could be like having uh sora cactus blossom mm-hmm. casserole or something
2: yeah or mesquite bean pancake or something
1: <laughs> mormon tea
2: yeah tea yeah be all kinds of good stuff so that'd be fun tonight
3: have you, you ever have have bought tickets for that a, uh prickly pear cactus petals i see them in the produce sections of grocery stores from time to time. Oh yeah, you mean the up pads? The, you yeah. mean, the pads
2: or the petals? <laughs> the petals. I've I, I I never had. Yeah, the Food City has like um, Nepalis. I don't know, how you, is that right yeah. way to say it? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and um, they've taken all the stickers out. Uh uh-huh. And that's really great. You just slice them up and put them in your stir fry. They're really good.
1: I throw them on the grill. They're good grilled.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Then you can make. Well, I'm anxious relash. to
1: see what they serve up at this thing. That's for sure. I've been, I've been intrigued with you know, indigenous edibles uh, my whole life. What, what What would you live on if you didn't have a Safeway in your neighborhood?
2: Hmm, twigs,
1: I guess. I, I spe- especially appreciated and enjoyed those ironwood seeds that guy brought in one time uh, The kind of roasted and salted. Those were really good. But the uh, mesquite beans, uh, like you say, the the... Uh, prickly pear the pads the fruit jennifer's prickly pear jelly is still one of everyone's favorite christmas presents we send to family and friends every year harvest that we got we've gotten pretty efficient at that
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's gotten pretty popular our, our um associate partner Sibley's west has a lot of the those kind of prickly pear things if you want to share that kind of stuff with your family it's really good it but is. Maybe we'll get some good ideas for this year
1: uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. So this is a, a several hour event going to be down there, uh, six to nine p.m. Uh, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it. I said, the minute I saw it on the uh, Scottsdale Museum of the West uh, website, I said we're going. That's it. Let's do it. Well, how are you doing on your
3: Arizona bucket list this weekend? <clears throat> is the World Champion Hoop Dance Contest at the Heard Museum nine to five Saturday and Sunday on our. Uh, attend a new festival to do that. That was the one we picked, the powwow at Herb Museum.
2: You going to make it?
3: I'm going to try. Okay. You never, yeah. you, you know, it's its hard to plan sometimes on weekends and uh, events come up and things happen. But uh, we, we might just make it down there tomorrow.
2: Well, we want pictures if you go.
3: <laughs>
0: the Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford.
1: Wake up, sunshine. Open up your sleepy eyes for me. Yeah. Can't have your I've been waiting all the night. Now, if you could only listen to one band the rest of your life, who would it be? Waylon Jennings. Would it? Waylon?
3: Waylon's not
0: a band, though.
3: Been that way a long time. <laughs> I will say the Turnpike Troubadours are making that harder and harder with every album they come out with, oh, and that is a band. Than the last one. Okay, a band. all right. Uh, I think musician applied to that won't did band, it. What singer, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess we could go. We could broaden it that way. Uh, but it, it, I, I would have a hard time picking between CCR and Chicago. The great thing about Chicago, CCR does kind of sound. I mean, if, if you're on a endless loop for 12 hours hiking through the Grand Canyon. You kind of get numb and it all kind of starts sounding the same. But Chicago had a lot of variety in their music and I love the big brass. Play uh, that song again, that that really sounded good. Can you cue that up again?
0: Well, we got to do the intro with all the brass. That Yeah, that sounds so good. I got that- to meet Lee Loft. Lee Loughnane of Chicago a few years ago in Sedona when they premiered their documentary movie. Fantastic guy. Is he? And I believe the band still has an operating recording studio in Sedona. A couple of the members um, uh, decided to have a place to go to record. And Sedona, I mean, a lot of inspiration.
1: Oh, absolutely. Wake up, sunshine. That's what we're all about on Saturday mornings right here at Rose you House. Come on, y'all. Wake up, sunshine. Sedona was also mentioned, what, in the top 10
3: most romantic getaways in the country? Got
1: Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, Guys, uh, wake up. Go ahead. Shake off the morning head. Uh, Valentine's coming up this week. Uh, What have you done to prepare that special moment for your Valentine? And uh, Sedona was nominated as one of the 12 most romantic getaways in North America.
3: I got so lucky with Valentine's Day. I'm horrible at holidays, events, remembering that stuff. And Valentine's is not a big deal to Amanda or I, but Landry was born on Valentine's Day, so now we always just have the excuse, well, it's Landry's birthday. That's (laughs) more important than that. You know, kids first.
2: Mm. (laughs) How
0: convenient. He has a birthday on another big birthday in Arizona. Oh, man. that's
1: Statehood. Statehood. Statehood day. Well, they talk about... uh, doing the Red Rock Balloon Adventures uh, in Sedona as, as one of the more romantic events. Uh, Jennifer and I actually took a cue out of one of these articles about two years ago uh, on, a, on a restaurant that was supposed to be one of the most romantic restaurants in North America. Uh, and we, we went. Um, it took us uh, about three and a half weeks. Uh, well, actually about... Almost six weeks to pay for the one meal. Uh, it was absolutely the most expensive meal she and I have ever had in our lives. And was I, it worth I, it?
2: I wouldn't say so. No. And the the setting was was jammed. There was a ton going on. You would just think paying that much, you'd have a little more ambiance. It was a pretty place, but it was so jammed full of stuff. I don't know. I I, I don't get it. All right. <laughs> we like a place we can have a little privacy and talk and visit. It wasn't that. So.
1: It wasn't that. But lessons learned
2: if you're looking for something to do next weekend because you can't get out this weekend a couple of things botanical gardens the desert botanical gardens has started their friday night music in the in the um, garden different bands every friday night uh, i think appetizers and drinks really a, a nice setting and then um the angry in, Crab. perfect weather i mean oh, it's absolutely the perfect oh time gosh. of year to do it yeah music and little eating under the stars that's wonderful wonderful and it's actually anytime you go down there now it's a great time to go start thinking about what you want to do as far as planting in your yard you can't lose go a little early and look around and then stay for that grab
1: some ideas
2: and then the angry crab shack southwest cajun fest is coming up in chandler next weekend from noon to nine all kinds of fun stuff going on out there um at the aj chandler park and uh 8 dollars for admission and you get all kinds of good food there's contests there's lawn games of course there's cajun music all day long and cajun food can't beat that you want to try to head on there are they are they
1: doing a crawfish boil
3: mhm are they I, I, they they uh, historically in the past i have never been oh um it's just a part of the town i, I it's hard for me to get to on weekends but uh, Brett Lafevers from Cohills Building Specialties sends me pictures every single year. He he, I don't think he's ever missed one. And it, lo- I mean,
1: they the, the the crowds are good. The crawfish, and that's uh, next weekend.
2: Yes, the fifteenth, Saturday.
1: Well, I'd be I'd be up for making that our Valentine adventure for the for the year. All right.
3: Nothing says I love you like a big spicy plate of steaming mud bugs. That's <laughs> right. Nothing.
0: Peel the tail off, get it all up in your face. That's I love right. it. Mm-hmm. By the way, crawfish season in Louisiana, they said probably be the best in 20 years. Ooh. So, um, maybe easier to get them over here. I wonder what's driving that. Uh you well, the the water from what my friends have told me, the basin in that whole area, the water's a little higher this time of year. And um that's usually a very good sign. That normally, it'll start going down. The crawfish will start coming up as the the temperatures warm up. Okay. But they seem to mean the the crawfish have been uh, making other crawfish, as they say. <laughs> All right.
1: Very good. And you, and, and you don't need to wait for your shipment to come in from Louisiana. I mean, virtually every waterway in Arizona has crawfish. So get yourself a crawfish trap and throw that in there. Because Arizona Game and Fish would love to knock down the crawfish population in all of the Arizona waterways. So, if you're tired of throwing a line out there and watching a bobber for four hours and not get a bite, throw a crawfish trap out there. At least you have some hors d'oeuvres for dinner that night.
0: Bacon on a string. (laughs) That's right. It's our Wide Open Road. The Rosie on the House Arizona Hour with Sanderson Ford.
1: It didn't look like it, but all guys were jacked up ready to go. Yeah. Now, what starts with the letter C? Coach Run starts with the letter C. That's right. Coach O. Let's go, Tigers. C is for coaching. Okay with me. I'm the Cajun Dominator in the SEC. C is for Cocho. I'll stomp you like a rojo. Seco in Spanish
0: starts with C. It's true. <laughs>
3: W's you for know, we couldn't uh, have a better year like that. Bitches, uh, Remy has completely for become infatuated with football. Being from family from Louisiana and uh, LSU's been the, the team forever. And I just said, "Now look, but that's a once-in-a-lifetime team. Don't think this is going to happen like this every single
2: year." Is he like his grandpa? He's kind of like in mourning because it's over. But it's been a little morose at our home with uh, no Saturday football.
3: Oh man, what a, what a season! What a year! That was, that was a lot of fun watching. Did Did you have any standouts
1: from the year? Yes.
2: <laughs> How much time you got?
1: <laughs> How much time yeah. you got
2: for him? For a
1: season like this, a a once, probably a a once-in-a-lifetime season, it's the first year, Jennifer, and I didn't get home to watch a game. (laughs) You didn't see a single one in
3: Death Valley. I didn't see
1: one game. But it's that time of year where football's over, so you kind of go in mourning about that. The weather's beautiful. You're appreciating that, but you know summer's coming, so you're in mourning about that. Um. I I generally like the
0: fall a lot better than I like the spring. <laughs> I, and I've always said, fall is the best season in Arizona. It is. It really is. Uh, you know, you, the hiking is probably at its peak. You've got the colors. You've got my missing toes and Sea Canyon somewhere around there. That was a that was back in November, but it, I still yeah, do it again. Oh, <laughs> mercy.
3: Now I don't think we've taken the time to respond, but we did get a ton of listeners who know uh, our Allegiance to LSU football and send us congratulations emails and letters and it's not that we're ignoring those but our priority and our work email is for people with home needs and <laughs> looking for contractors but a lot of people were, were writing in and saying congratulations and we were pulling for LSU and yeah I think I don't know anybody that was, didn't become an LSU fan after they beat Alabama. Everyone <laughs> was just so happy to see Alabama beat.
1: <laughs> LSU had more players invited to the NFL uh, workout day. What do they call it? The Combine? The Combine. The Combine the had out. more players invited to this year's Combine than any other school in the nation. And, free. and I mean, it's like by twice. I think they had 19, and the next school, there were two or three schools like at 10 and 11. Mm-hmm.
3: And 48 of them made the SEC uh, honor roll for the year. How many How many people are you allowed to have on the team? <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, don't, I mean, on I don't. the sidelines, I think, isn't it capped like around 60 or 70? Over half your team gets in the honor roll for the— you
1: know, Well, and, and then the NFL had a shakeup this year, which was kind of refreshing, too. Nice to see a couple quarterbacks that hadn't yeah. been there as starters.
3: Now, 49ers quarterback already has Super Bowl rings as the Patriots backup quarterback. Right. But as a competing starter, you know, two first time quarterbacks, that was fun.
1: It was. It was. I got I kind of a feel for the 49ers quarterback. He has a reputation, kind of a soft reputation, for choking <laughs> at. Critical times. Did okay, so and, let me ask you this. Did he, he choke did, or he, did
3: Mahomes he, just go on fire with twenty one no, straight no, points?
1: He he <laughs> made he made a couple very, very, very horrible decisions. Uh there's a there's a picture of him pushing the ball away to avoid a sack with his eyes closed. Now, now that's not the poster you want your agent to have hanging in his office
3: (laughs) did he get invited to that draft Uh, that last quarter
2: was fun watch him come from behind like that but i we don't go political but i do have to say it's a shame when you have to take your children out of the room during halftime
3: you know what i heard about the halftime show
1: it was horrible
3: um and i am not one of us saw a single second good Good. that that the NFL we, should
1: should apologize to American families.
3: It was that bad. It, really it was. was. We uh, we've got it timed down. We don't. You know, there, there's certain football games, uh, and, and during football season, it's during halftime. All right, you go get the horses and the steers <laughs> in the back. I'll I'll clean Chore the stalls. <laughs> you get the grains. You get the chickens. You get the goats. Uh, we were all doing chores during halftime and missed missed it. So we didn't. Didn't have to worry about it. I well, ke-
0: it could have man. been worse. No, it really couldn't. No, have been. no, it could be. <laughs> All the years of watching the Super Bowl growing up, the one halftime show that just just puts hair on my back. Up with people. Do you remember that group? Up I, with people. I remember they did the event. This but would I have don't been, remember. This would have been the '70s and probably early yeah. '80s. They had the Up with People halftime show, and it, it was a little too much nice it was a little anyway well i
2: would rather nice than nasty sorry (laughs) that was pretty bad
0: (laughs) too much cream
3: yeah i don't know why they think they have to do that and and like what of that on any of the halftime shows have to do with football or why people like the sport are tuning in
2: nothing no
1: i i really do think the nfl (laughs) owes american families an apology you you could not even watch that halftime I mean, I and mean, what the irony is, they had commercials during the game about the stand-up power of the female genre and how independent and you know powerful they are, and then they just
2: gave it all away. They gave it
3: all
1: mm-hmm. away at halftime. Hmm. It was well. Horrible. I'm happy to say we
3: missed every single second of it. Didn't even didn't even see a bit. And you, real... you, you were
1: speaking about bucket List a minute ago. And Valentine's Day. Would it ever be on your bucket list to go spend a night in a cave hotel?
3: Mm, hadn't thought of that one.
1: You know, up at the Grand Canyon Caverns, you can spend $1,000 for two people to stay in a room. How much? 1000 Does that bother you? It's 22 stories underground.
2: Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't think I could sleep. <laughs> Do you think it's
1: quiet down there?
2: <laughs> Dark.
0: I'd like or, to know if you could mine gold down there. That might know. be worth it. You could pay for the whole night.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You get down there and you just have to wonder, is it really quiet or is the earth moaning and groaning and well, squeaking like your rafters at your house?
0: It would be cooler, right? Oh, I would oh, guess. Yeah, a lot I, yeah, cooler. <laughs> yeah, I would guess so. Well, if you do it during the summertime, if you need a break from the heat, I could go down there for a day. I would go down there with a box
1: of flashlights.
0: A box? Not
1: not just one or two, but a box. And they would all have fresh batteries in them. Uh,
3: 22 stories underground for $1,000. And then I
1: would put a bell up on the ground level, and I would bring a string all the way down with me. If the power goes out, baby... The power is out. <laughs>
2: I don't know. If I was going to spend that much money, I'd probably go to Castle Hot Springs. Stand,
1: yeah. Stand okay. I, yes, That's a great talking. call. Yeah. That's yeah. a great call.
0: Yeah.
2: Very lovely. I haven't been to the new new and improved, but it's according to the website and the pictures, it's very lovely.
1: Well, I've never seen dark like when they turn the lights out at Carlsbad Caverns. Mm. There's, wow. there's just no dark like that.
2: Mm-mm.
0: can't see a thing
1: i mean you can't no you can't even sense the presence of light anywhere it's unbelievable so i don't know i don't know about spending the night uh, at the grand canyon caverns suite
2: is it like sleeping <laughs> bags they have furniture in there
1: no no it's 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 fully furnished
2: mm. motel room nice
1: yeah I'd like to go down there and look at it and come back up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it when you get back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll do the maid duty one day. You know, I'll go down and be your maid one day. Annette sent
3: us an email. Says, uh, obviously, a listener because she knows how much you like books. Today at the Arizona State uh, Fairgrounds is a huge book sale. It's put on by the Volunteer Nonprofit Service Association. And uh, I'd. I, don't see the times yet, but I imagine, you know, probably 10 to 4 at least.
2: But you may not go. Oh, oh eight, 8 to 6,
3: Saturday, 8 to 4, Sunday.
0: I was going to you know. say, uh, Jennifer's probably going, oh, great, books. I'd love some more. Wouldn't one you? in, one out. We, I could do that. And Je- it's, it's Jennifer has said we've over, been
1: overflowing with books for a long time, and I've never believed her, but we're now overflowing with books. I, I can't even, I don't have room. I, we got to buy a, a new bookshelf, is what we need. <laughs> i They're starting to stack up vertically on the floor now in certain locations' I really have run completely out of shell space. <laughs> But well, I'd, I'd have to go to something like that with a wheelbarrow the, and, and th-
3: Jennifer's checkbook. It's in the Ag Building. Admission is free. The fairgrounds do charge a parking fee, which I don't understand because there hasn't been a dollar of improvements on those grounds done. And all of a sudden, what, what do they do with all those parking fees? They <laughs> that is like, a good I guarantee they don't question. put it back into improving the parking
1: lot.
2: I used to go to that when we were homeschooling. That's a great way to get some really nice books.
1: And where we were hiking yesterday was an old Calvary Fort built after the civil war in tonto basin camp reno and i would have never known about that place if i hadn't gone down to arizona highways and when holden said in the basement there's a bunch of old books we're getting ready to throw out said oh no you're not <laughs> i'll show you where yeah, to throw them right here in my truck. you're gonna throw them right in the back of this pickup truck right here buddy but uh, it, it was in one of those books about the area of tonto basin Talking about how Greenback Ridge got its name and the, the Native American society that lived right there at the junction of uh, Tonto Creek and uh, the Salt River right where the Roosevelt Dam is built now. That that buried an entire Native American uh, town site. So it just, the Tonto Basin, if you know what you're looking at, you can't walk very far where you don't see evidence of the presence of ancient people it, it literally is it it's about the perfect environment it never gets buried in snow it never gets of you know 115 uh that Tonto basin really is a a nice a great little pocket
0: and the monument nearby too Tonto that's, national that's, monument that's,
1: wow. is worth a stop if you've never been there stop make the little hike up to the ruins and go check it out. They they did a very nice job there. So what?
3: What was left of this fort? What was the name of it?
1: Camp Reno. Camp Reno.
3: Could you see any like uh, foundations left?
1: Lots, or, well, lots. Oh. Uh, it's but, and lots of stacked rock walls, and I mean lots of them that appeared to me that had to be uh, where they kept the livestock because it's just a huge open area with this wall all the way around it and you know if your nearest supply station was back in phoenix you had to go up over uh the pass drop down in the sunflower and then bring sunflower over to fountain hills then fountain hills down to downtown phoenix which would have been the closest stop so they had to have enough beef rounded up to feed whoever was stationed at the fort it was a it, it's a big corral, and I believe that was probably where all the livestock. was all the... but the walls are three and four feet tall. They're still there. Wow! I'll have to check that out. Fort what? I'll
0: have to. Fort Reno. Fort Reno. <laughs> Fort Reno. That's
3: fantastic. Uh, you know, you hear about Fort McDowell Plenty. You hear
1: about. The... It's actually Camp Reno. Camp Reno.
3: Cool. But awesome. the old wagon road
1: over the mountain
0: is still there. The Rosie on the House Arizona Hour, driven by Sanderson Ford
2: are my love and my
1: life and you are my inspiration just you and me just a little prompter guys valentine's day coming up this week
3: is, is this more chicago
1: don't let it sneak yes. up on you yeah doesn't that sound good so janet called
3: during the break and said the Chicago this morning took her way back, and it made her whole day, and she, Wake she up, really, sunshine. really enjoyed the Chicago this morning.
2: It, can I just rat you a little bit? So A little, yeah. just
1: a very
3: little
2: bit. <laughs> so,
1: We're live on so air. So he's trying
2: to get a buddy in the Valentine mood. Romy, yesterday he called me from the car with his buddies, John and Dean. He said, well, I can't say that to you because I'm in a car with a bunch oh. of guys. I said, you can't say what? And he went, I, d- I can't say that. I said, you better say that. <laughs> I won. He finally said, I love and you start in you tossing of his buddies. books out the window. When <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Oh, I have a couple events I want to pass on. Uh, the Mesa Margarita Festival is Sunday.
2: <laughs> you the can Mesa- be- find
3: I- yeah, no, right. Gary this? there at
0: any time. Well, right.
1: Heck yeah.
3: Who doesn't uh, love
0: a good margarita? Hey, are you a card-carrying
1: member of the Absolutely. Mesa Margarita Society? <laughs>
0: I, you know, prickly pear margaritas is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Um, it's the Margarita Festival in Mesa at the Convention Center tomorrow, on Sunday, 10 to 6. It reminds me of the old Blue Laws, and that's a long story. And it's Arizona Beer Week, so you see where I'm going with Okay. This.
1: Very good. <laughs> Very good.
3: Todd also called. Uh, been in Arizona a handful of years. Spent his summers growing up camping around Michigan and Ohio lakes. Uh, and wanted to know if there's any place like that he could take his kids in Arizona. He hasn't found any.
1: You'll have to bring your own mosquitoes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't need mosquito net.
1: You will have to bring your own right. mosquitoes. <laughs> well, what are we going to tell him? There's so many if places. He, if he's used to camping beside the lakes around Michigan, Minnesota area, the very first place he has to go is Lake Powell. You would send someone the oh. first time to Lake Powell? Oh,
3: absolutely. Now he would
2: have to bring his own shade. I would say
3: that's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. That's,
2: that's a big adventure.
3: And, and you're stuck. I mean, you're, you, you've are you got to have your supplies in line. You've got to have your water
1: in line.
2: We could oh. ha- you could houseboat. That would solve that.
0: that. I was going to say, you could <laughs> cheat yeah. and get a houseboat. House,
1: houseboat Lake Powell. But, uh, or any of the Colorado rivers. We've done Mead. And Havasu, now, those were all fun. But a little mountain lake to enjoy.
2: Was well, Canyon Lake, huh?
1: Yeah, um, you know, they have established campgrounds. You just have to watch it and go off season. Or you're going to listen to other people's little puppy dogs? Or, or their music, or their generators, uh, or their arguing. <laughs> and there's nothing that takes me out of the camping mood more than living in my neighbor's campsite. <laughs> we
2: don't we don't usually do campgrounds, but we did. Uh, if you just want a mountain experience, Mount Graham was amazing. If you can stand the road, it's 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 pretty steep, but it's it was a wonderful camp. And we have, remember, Romy, the running water. It was so cold. We had great hikes, fields of flowers. That was a wonderful camping trip. Romy. We were
1: talking about Tonto Basin earlier. You could do Lake Roosevelt, and there's nice established campgrounds if, you, if, that's, your, can if that's your MO on the western shore. Or you can go to the eastern shore where there's no improved campgrounds and enjoy a true desert campground. The other place he would have to try is Apache Lake because the Apache Trail is closed. And the only way into Apache Lake right now is off the Roosevelt drop-off. And you'd have that place to yourself. You'd have Apache <laughs> Lake to yourself right now. Just a quick they note. They closed the marina and the restaurant since since the road went out. Wow. wow. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Well, a quick note, if you are going to camp in a campsite next to a lake, you are going to have bees and lots of them. So those big bees that hang around the picnic areas. Mm. So I, I, we always like going away from the campgrounds.
3: Well, just about any lake in Arizona has a campground around it. Lake Pleasant's another one. And that have. when was the last time you've been to Pleasant? They've got, that harbor's improved. Oh, yeah. Uh, immensely. they got the Dylan's Barbecue opened, took over the restaurant out there, uh, and then they've got a big slide that you can uh, go off of. That That's hilarious. Shoot shoots you about 20 feet in the air and you ride into the water. It's a lot of fun. Well, what about
0: a- Arizona State Parks? They've got some great camping sites they do. Uh, around, they around do. They absolutely do. We ought
1: to send this guy some State Park passes. We still well, have there some. Go. There you go. Um, We've got his number. Let's call him and send him some State Park passes. And we have, you know, I don't know why I wrote it down. Todd, call back.
3: Sorry um patagonia lake yeah is one uh along the <clears throat> the river run on the west side um gosh who's our roger naylor he his favorite state park camping is that one i'll look it up here but it's it's south of lake Havis. mead no no
1: it's cattail Bob. cattail cove Buckskin. Um, Buckskin. Buck- oh, okay. okay.
3: Buckskin National Park is his favorite one, and that's an interesting experience. And I'll tell you, he's in Mesa, and not far from there, you can. there's a campground on the Salt River called Coon Bluff that's off of Bush Highway, um, you know. That, that'd be a real easy one to start, and you'd be real close to home,
1: do a well, one night there. There's a bunch of ideas. What have you got coming up in the Outdoor Living Hour?
3: It is the second Saturday of the month. We're talking trees. ISA Certified Arborist John Eisenhower is outside and with the guest, and we'll be talking trees. All right.